0: If you're not listening to PubCast, the terrorists are winning. That's what Jay Moore says. Welcome to the PubCast. Sit down and enjoy a pint.
1: Welcome to the Clue episode of the PubCast. Allison and Eric join me to discuss this strange, quirky, murder mystery comedy from 1985 that was inspired by a board game originally published in 1949. This movie is packed with some of the top comedic actors of the time. Tim Curry, Martin Mull, Christopher Lloyd, Michael McKeon, Eileen Brennan, Madeleine Kahn, uh, and Leslie Ann Warren and Colleen Camp. Uh, they all give great performances and this movie is, is pretty much funny top to bottom. This is sort of the definition of a cult classic comedy as it didn't make much money at the box office but has grown in popularity through TV and video. It's extremely rewatchable, it has tons of jokes and quotable lines throughout, and even has three different endings. So sit back, grab a brandy, see if it really was Colonel Mustard in the ballroom with the candlestick, as we break down Clue.
0: Every person in this room has the perfect motive for murder. What do you mean? Murder. But only one of these suspects is the murderer. Is it the timid Mr. Green? Ah. You're screaming, because I'm right of one! Screaming! Or the militant Colonel Mustard. Oh. If I was the killer, I would kill you next. Huh? I said if. If. Mrs. White, who helped her husband on his way. What's well, a matter of life after death? Now that he's dead, I have a life. Ah! Miss Scarlet, ah! ah! who's helped many men along the way. Practice makes perfect. Huh. Professor Plum, who's looking for a way. I'm looking, I'm looking. Mrs. Peacock. I have absolutely no idea what we're doing here, but I am determined to enjoy myself. Or did the butler do it? No. 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 Paramount Pictures invite you to an evening of mystery! Medicine! murder this is getting quite serious and madness in the movie that makes a scene of the crime clue it's not just a game anymore all
1: right clue 1985 this is the 37th anniversary i guess of this
2: i'm already smiling just thinking about it oh
1: well the no-nonsense plot uh, six guests are anonymously invited to a strange mansion for dinner, but after their host gets killed, they must cooperate with the staff to identify the murderer as the bodies pile up. Sounds pretty good. That says absolutely nothing. Yeah. It's nothing, but it's, it's, the, they
2: have just read the description of the board game. Yeah. Like there's, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. there's nothing.
1: Yeah. yeah. I wish, <laughs> I wish the description was just like the directions I how to play the game. Right. Yeah roll a <laughs> card <clears throat> okay overall reaction to the movie when and where you saw it i mean we don't have to get it doesn't really matter when and where but yeah. uh uh thoughts on when it came out
2: when did it come out again
1: december of 85 i i can't say for sure but i'm 99 percent sure i saw it in the theater i'm sure i would have um, there's no reason I would have wouldn't have in '85 in junior high.
2: I am trying to think if this was a movie that we did like a friends group, yeah, viewing of. Yeah, I don't, I don't know because I feel like I knew all of the endings the first oh, like like I, like, I mean like didn't. I couldn't figure it. I didn't figure them out, but it, like I I saw all the endings together. So I feel like it might have been like at a slumber party or something like that. Yeah. that I saw it. Like, I, I didn't sure. know,
1: I know, know like, there were multiple endings. I didn't right. know any of that stuff. Right. All I knew is it had a bunch of comedic actors that I'd seen in other stuff and would have known yeah. from, you know, uh, I mean, Tim Curry was all over the place, but uh, Christopher like Lloyd yeah. uh, from Taxi. Right. I mean, and Back to the Future that same year.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, uh, Michael McKeon was Squiggy or uh, Lenny. Lenny. Uh, Eileen Brennan had seen in um, Private Benjamin.
2: Right.
1: Uh, Madeline Kahn was all over the place.
2: Right.
1: Uh, so all these guys, it's like, oh, this is like a who's who of comedic actors of the right. early 80s. Great. Right. So I was in. I was totally in.
2: Colonel Mustard was Martin Mull. Martin
3: Mull yeah
2: nope. right? Ron
1: Richardson
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah Eric is too young. he would not have seen it in the theater uh, it, would, it would have been on uh t v or something somewhere I'm sure do you
3: remember yeah, your- the first time I saw it was definitely um uh home rental, yeah, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, looking at this movie it it this movie doesn't get made anymore. It doesn't exist anymore. Um, Except for one notable thing. We'll come back to that one later. But uh, very, I mean, a comedy mystery. um, It's a tight 134 minutes. Um, It's nice. It's good.
2: Was that 134 minutes? Wait, 134 minutes or an hour and 34 minutes?
1: Sorry. An hour and 34 minutes. I did that again. I always write down, forget the colon in there.
2: (laughs) So Power. in the, is that with all three endings cuz that makes it even tighter. Um like the run I, I,
1: I think that's with one ending.
2: Okay. It's so be. like what what they what you would have seen in the theater. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. So the, obviously this a couple of years ago Knives Out came out and that was obviously an Agatha Christie style big house uh, murder mystery, uh, a lot of people in one place, um, had a Clue feel to it. I mean, they even called it the Clue House. I think in the movie, maybe. If, oh, if, did they really? If not, the actors talking about the movie oh. talked about it as well. Uh, that way, it would that work. would
2: make a bit more. I, I thought it had.
1: I thought they mentioned it in the movie. Like, oh, I don't you, remember that, you live in this big I... Clue House, and or the house from Clue, or I thought sorry, oh. something like that. Hmm. So that exists, but short of that this type of movie is rare in the past 20 years
2: yeah it was certainly the only one based on a board game yeah until was it Battleship
1: yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) I know I mean well Eric do we count Dungeons and Dragons as a board game oh my god because that had a I, I think you gotta yeah yeah I mean that was all I saw bits and pieces of that movie.
2: I don't know. There was came Ace out. Ventura 2 with the Monopoly guy. <laughs>
1: All right. So that's a board game character, definitely. Sure. Uh, Candyland, is that a movie? No. 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 I, re- I remember
3: when uh, Andy Samberg was doing the uh, Get in the Cage with Nicolas Cage on yeah. Saturday Night Live. Uh, his, one of his next projects was going to be Hungry Hungry Hippos. Uh- <laughs>
1: Shoots and
0: ladders
1: (laughs) the extended universe
2: yeah
1: uh okay let's do this real quick let's do box office performance okay um this is a weird one it doesn't fall in either year really it straddles because it came out in December er, early December okay so it's not going to appear in any top whatever list
2: right
1: now number shows that it wouldn't appear no matter what but right we'll see uh 85 was a good year um we've done this before let's do it again uh back to the future number one right 190 million
2: right
1: beverly Hills cop number two rambo first blood part two whoa 150 That's... million number three rocky four comes in at four Heck
2: yeah yeah was
1: pretty You vele loose. Cocoon, number five. Witness, a sneaky number six. Wow. Yeah. Uh, the Goonies number seven. Uh, Police Academy two number eight.
2: Whew. I don't know that I really know those movies oh. at all. I I don't, I mean, I know of them, but I don't know that I've watched more than one once.
1: Yeah. I think number two was fine. Number th- three, I don't know if think it fell off after that. Uh, yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: They were good for what they were at the time, but they could, they're, they're terrible now. Uh, and then number nine, oh, I don't have number 10.
2: Wow.
1: Uh, number nine is Fletch at 50 Ooh. million.
2: Wow! Cliffhanger.
1: Yeah. Well, so Clue <laughs> in '85, yeah, Clue made eight million dollars.
2: Okay. In
1: '86, it made six million dollars.
2: Fourteen. Million.
1: Fourteen million.
2: What would? How did, What did it cost to make it?
1: Fifteen million.
2: Oh! <laughs> did it really? Wow. It lost money, or
1: because of a rounding error, call it breaking even.
2: Oh my yeah, gosh! And that's before advertising. Don't they say it? it's you gotta? I mean, almost double. Yeah,
1: but economy. I don't know. Was that the case in the eighties? I, yeah. I don't know. So yeah, it was not. A, it did not make money yeah. at
2: all. Uh, I mean, it became such a cult classic, though. Yeah. Like, it, it.
3: Yeah, I'm sure. Like, whatever they lost, they made up for in rental and home yeah. video. Yeah. Sure.
2: Yeah. I mean, it is almost like Shawshank, where it is on lots of different channels often.
1: Yeah, Yeah. I mean, they, the licensing rights and selling off the, you know, the DVDs and VHS and, you know, putting it on AMC or wherever the hell it is, FX, um, HBO, whatever, they must have made back that money eventually, but in the short term, no. Wow, that's. So, this movie, obviously, we mentioned, it's got some Agatha Christie, a lot of Agatha Christie in yeah. there. Um, it's obviously a comedy, comedy, mystery, thriller, whatever. Yeah. Um, there are identified, there are a bunch of lists of these things, yeah. and I compiled a bunch of them. I put together those items, plus I think there might be a couple of my own just thrown in there. Um of 12 murder mystery tropes okay, that are going to be in every uh, movie. So I'm going to go through them, see if you want to add anything to this list.
2: Okay. Right, Eric? I'm ready. If you hear
1: something, if you you think of something, let's add it to the list, and we'll make it 13, 15, whatever. Yep. You have the gathering. Yes. Everybody in one place. Right. For some reason, the detective is there. Which makes no sense. Uh, I mean, he comes there on purpose uh, in Knives Out, but like a lot of these things, he's just sort of at the party or shows up randomly or whatever. Um, In this case, the detective is kind of Wadsworth for the most part. He goes through the whole thing at the end. Uh, There's a murder, obviously. There's an unsympathetic victim. So, someone you, yeah. n- you know about who died and no one cares. Like, right. Like,
2: they did something we're bad. Glad they're and dead. So, there's yeah. to a certain extent, there's a just desserts kind yeah. Of situation.
1: Yeah. Uh, everyone's in a confined space. Like this takes place in a confined right. space a big old house, a train, a boat, an island. Right. Everyone, no one can escape. So, right. they're there. Uh, I threw in, there's always a butler or a maid. I don't mean literally, but I mean like someone who is slightly outside the main group who can yeah. kind of...
2: But it goes in and out as yeah. they please. Kind Float of in they between the groupings. They know the, the, they know the and inner workings and yeah. everything. Okay. Yeah. Uh,
1: there's a red herring or a yeah. distraction, yeah. Yes. a misdirection of some sort. Yes. Uh, a weapon is found. The weapon or a weapon is always found. Uh, there's t- everybody has tons of alibis. There's right. proof all over the place that nobody did it. But then there's proof that everybody did it for some yeah. reason. Everybody had a motive. Um, there's at least one faked death. Someone fakes their death
2: <laughs> somehow. Right. Okay.
1: And then there's always a twist ending. Okay. I mean, that's sort of the Agatha yeah. Christie thing.
2: You're missing that it had to be raining outside. Like there has that's to a good be one. a thunderstorm of some sort. So it's keeping everybody yeah. there.
1: That's a good one. Uh, there's usually
2: a couple jump scares. So like, it's usually <laughs> like barking dogs yeah. or something like that. Like they had those dogs outside. Are there always dogs? It feels like there's dogs. All right.
1: Putting dogs in there.
2: I'm, I'm also going with the knives out situation. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah.
3: <sighs> it's pretty
2: solid. Eric. What yeah. do you-
3: well, you'd mentioned that there's always a butler made there, but it's the butler always did it. Is always the... Sure, that's the... the ...joke. The butler did it. Rope. Yeah,
1: yeah. And we can get to this later, but in this case, with one of the endings, the butler did do it. Did do it, yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. I also like a good secret passage. <laughs> <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. That's right. Like
2: a secret passage, that's a secret perfect. entrance or something like that that somebody can sneak in without being seen.
1: Yeah. Hopefully a bookshelf, right? But right, yeah, yeah, you,
3: yeah, pull the book from the yeah, Mm -hmm. find the right book and And even or the window thing, right? Which is a bookshelf, I think, or Or, remove the candle. Yeah,
1: yeah, (laughs) the candle
3: back. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, Okay, that's good. Uh, The Rotten Tomato score. So, we know this didn't do super well at the uh-huh. box office. Um, what was the audience score for Rotten Tomatoes? So remember, this is percentage of people so who essentially gave who it a gave thumbs it a up.
2: Thumbs up. You
1: know, it's like or dislike. I'm
2: going to go 82.
1: I'll say
3: 75.
1: The audience score was 86. Oh, all right. Right on.
2: That's solid. Sounds
1: exactly what you would think. Yeah. It's right in there. Uh, The critic score, what do we think?
2: I don't think as good. I'm going to say 63. Hmm. I think it's too slapsticky for... uh, yeah. Critics.
3: Yeah. Eric? Yeah. I, I'm I I'm gonna go lower too, but I'll I'll say seventy. Um yeah, I, I feel like critics w- wouldn't know what to do with that movie. You know. Or what I mean, like we talked about it's a it's a movie about a board game, but then it's this crazy comedy. I feel like yeah, they just won. Know what to feel or how to think,
1: and it'd be.
2: I can imagine a Roger Ebert being just pissed about the movie.
1: I did not look up Roger's review, but yeah, uh, I don't think he'd love it. I think he would like the humor in it, but I don't think he would love the whole thing. Uh, critics gave it a 68,
2: mm.
1: so a little more toward Eric, but you guys are right on it. Um, okay, I'm just going to dive into the trivia
2: okay um Mm -hmm.
1: most of the trivia that i wrote down is and i'm so glad this exists because i never spent time in the movie to to think about it this way there are so many references and hints to the board game in the movie which you can get here and there but i never paid attention to the details okay it's great um so we'll get there in a second okay uh three endings were shot as we've talked about um and a different was shown at each different one was shown at each theater mm-hmm. um, all three are included in the video uh, uh the v h s version right um the d v d however, in addition to showing all three endings offers the option to play the movie with one randomly selected
0: thing.
2: Oh. i don't i mean I mean it's cool. Who cares? But <laughs> That's
1: right. To me, that sounds like this new DVD technology. We have we have the ability to do this. So let's right. put this little yeah. quirk in there, but yeah. no one
2: cares.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, I was telling Declan about this movie as I was watching it tonight. And I'm he's, you know, walking by after getting food. And yeah. I asked him if he had seen it, and he's like, I feel like I've maybe seen parts of it. But he didn't really know what it was, so I explained it. And I said it was actually, when it was released in theaters, there yeah. were three different endings that if you went to theater A, it had one ending, theater B as another. He's mm-hmm. like, oh, that's pretty cool. Like, that's, why don't more movies do that? Right.
1: So that idea was John Landis's idea, the original right. uh, director. Right. And he would have done some writing if he'd done it, but he passed it on. Uh, that was his idea. Uh, that, oh, if we have three endings, people will go see one and go to a different theater and see the other one. And then it'll, it'll boost up this weird movie based on a board game that people may not see otherwise. So you get a triple, triple whammy each time. Nope. Didn't happen clearly. And, but it sounded good, but it didn't happen.
2: Didn't it almost have like the opposite effect that people were kind of pissed about it?
1: Uh... His plan backfired as people decided that they didn't want to pay three times to see the film. Yeah. Which I guess to me, it just wasn't a good enough movie that people wanted to pay three times because people.
2: Well, I think people didn't appreciate that movie yet. Yeah.
1: People will go pay three times for Star Wars, though, but, you know. So, okay. The famous, uh, and on this podcast, in this group, very famous quote from Madeline Kahn: yes. "The flames on the side of your face." Yeah. Mm-hmm. That little monologue of her hatred of Yvette uh, was fully ad-libbed, yeah, by Madeline Kahn. Of course, obviously, I mean it's yeah, no one wrote that.
2: <laughs> it's or it's the greatest bit of acting ever because <clears throat> it's like she is like clamoring, like trying to get the words that she yeah. wants to use, and it's so
1: good well that's when it's like oh that's why she's got that part right she's a good comedic actress yeah
3: the the look the the shot of tim curry while she's going through that and him watching her try and spit it out is fantastic
1: and she wants to say six different things and she just she can't start that's so good it's so
2: good
1: okay now there are a ton of references to the board game uh I've got three rr, at least eight. Oh, okay. Eight large ones. The color of each character's car is the same color as their playing piece in the game. Yes. I did not notice that, didn't pay attention. Yes. Colonel Mustard drives a yellow 54 Cadillac, sorry 62. Mrs. White drives a black and white 1950 MG convertible. Miss Peacock drives a blue fifty-two Packard. Uh, Mr. Green drives a green fifty-one Plymouth. Uh, Miss Scarlett drives a uh, forty-six red Lincoln Continental. Professor Plum drives a purple forty-nine Cadillac station wagon. So there you go.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Even though Miss Scarlet car wreck so she needs to get a, a ride from mr green right the beginning professor plump Plum. yeah um
2: and their clothes are like the opposite
1: yeah so yeah the women in this movie wear the opposite colors of their namesake miss scarlet wears green miss white wears black but the inside of her coat has white miss peacock wears gold and orange but her, she does have uh, peacock feathers in her hairpiece or whatever. Right. Uh, Mr. Green wears no green at all, but wears a blue suit and a red tie. Mm-hmm. Colonel Mustard wears a dark brown suit uh, and a light cream overcoat. And Professor Plum wears a burgundy vest and a gray suit. So kind of Plum, I guess, burgundy, Plum. Close. Uh, yeah, weird. You would think they would just mm-hmm. lean into it. They mm-hmm. did the opposite, which is probably... Right. For good reason. Okay. When everyone is split off into pairs, the partners correspond with the rolling order of the game.
2: Oh, really? Oh, interesting.
1: I think... I don't know... Now, having not consulted the game and directions for this, but um, I think the key thing is Miss Scarlet. Because when they draw uh matches in the in the the kitchen or whatever um it's like symbolic of the die roll in the game and there's a constant referring to ladies first in that scene uh because the miss scarlet character uh rolls first in the game oh apparently
2: hmm.
1: somebody can fact check this and tell me I'm all wrong right. but that's what i hear all
2: right so that's good that's interesting all right i like it uh,
1: I like all the board game stuff. Yes. That's that's all I can you. Right. Even though it's largely meaningless, it's yeah. it's, it's good, it's good that. It. Uh okay. The secret passages in this movie lead to the same rooms that they do
2: yeah. on the board yeah, game. Yeah, I have that written down too. The kitchen
1: leads to the study and the conservatory leads to the lounge. Yeah.
2: Well,
3: awesome. even like the um just the layout of the house. Right. I got that. The, the movie yeah. said matches the layout of the house on the
1: Game yeah, the, the rooms are in the correct order as they are in the board game, clockwise: the hall, the lounge, dining room, kitchen, ballroom, conservatory, billiard room, library, and study, as well as the cellar, uh, a non-suspected area in the game. There are also several, is there
0: access
2: to a cellar in the board
1: game. Uh, this says there might be, but. Huh. There was a UK version of the game that was slightly Cluedo? different. Yeah, so who knows?
3: <laughs> yeah, like maybe later versions of the game. Yeah, yeah. Uh
1: the parquet floor in the hall resembles the clue board uh right. game board.
2: Right. Yeah. All the squares.
1: Yeah. Professor Plum indicates at dinner that he works for the Wor- World Health Organization, part of the United Nations Organization. Which is UNO. W H O. That means he works for You Know Who.
2: Oh my god, <laughs> that's fantastic.
1: You never noticed that before, Elson? No, I was
2: not paying attention.
1: <clears throat> oh boy. I didn't, I definitely didn't. Uh I mean I noticed I say a... the, the words and the, the letters, but uh, I didn't put it together.
3: I put it together as a kid.
2: <laughs> wow, smarty pants.
1: Look at the big brain on Brad. <laughs> 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 um, Professor Plum hypothesizes to the group that the brandy was poisoned. In the original Clue game and Cluedo in the UK, uh, poison was included amongst the possible weapons, and later reintroduced in the 1990s game Clue Master Detective.
2: Nice.
1: So, another board game.
2: I'm
3: laughing thinking about it
2: (laughs) so along those lines uh, there was apparently a fourth ending shot
1: I saw that but I didn't read the whole thing Um, I uh, I read that too
2: that never aired because it was too dark but basically it was Wadsworth committed all of the murders and he had poisoned everybody with slow acting poison. So there was this whole, like he was doing this whole thing, almost like um, to torture all of them. And then it later comes out that they were all also poisoned. So it was again, using the poison. That was another murder weapon from the board game. That wasn't did
1: it, widely what, used. Did they say what he poisoned them with? Like was they, it, it brandy
2: not in what I read, yeah, but yeah. it could have either been in the food that they ate yeah. or the drinks, but yeah.
3: and then Wadsworth leaves, <clears throat> and the the guard dogs that were, oh yeah, that uh were at the front door when he first came in, they were in the back seat of his car, and they attack him in the they, car, and that's yes, yeah, and then that's how it ends for Wadsworth so everybody dies essentially
1: oh my god so he kills everybody and then his dogs kill him
3: yeah yeah but yeah it was considered to be too dark so I think they even said I want to say that they did even shoot it but They they just never used it
2: yeah yeah I wonder like if at some point you'd ever they'd ever release that on some anniversary thing I mean
1: 35 years would have been two years ago That would have been the most recent chance.
2: Yeah.
1: Probably not. 40th? I mean, I don't know. Uh, Okay, we talked about this one. Um, If the final ending is considered the true ending, given that Wadsworth pretends to be the butler for the majority of the movie, then in fact, the butler did it. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, the old trope. Uh, That's all I've got for trivia. Anybody feel
3: free to
2: I had add. two other little things. One, i sing- got some casting stuff. But yeah. The singing telegram was the guitarist from the Go-Go's. Yeah.
3: Uh, she, uh, originally from Oconomowoc. Oh,
2: that's interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the other that I had, and I think there's several kind of things like this in the movie, but when... Per- Professor Plum says 15 minutes until the police arrive that 15 minutes longer into the movie is when the evangelist comes to the door who turns out to be a police officer right? or FBI agent or whatever. But
1: there's a, a couple other ones, a couple other things like that, but they don't match up
2: perfectly exactly yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. Anything else? I got uh, some- that's all I had. Eric, did you have any? Um,
3: now it's the top of my head at the moment. I'm sh- I'll am i end up thinking of something later on, and I'll blurt it out, I guess. <laughs>
1: all right. Um, a couple of casting things here and there. I didn't dive deep into this, because I just did the, the easy stuff, the simple stuff. Carrie Fisher was going to be Miss Scarlet original oh uh like she had the part she was definitely going to be miss Scarlett, uh but she w- went into rehab
2: oh well
1: uh four annoying. days before Ooh. filming started
2: whoa
1: leslie ann warren was cast as a last minute replacement
2: wow i wonder how that would have been with her miss Scarlett. And, yeah
1: i would think fine I mean, it's a different person, but...
2: It's a different person. I wonder if it would have been distracting, though, I guess.
1: To have Princess Leia in it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she did Harry Met Sally not too long after this, so I don't know. Um, When this came out, and I saw it for the first time, I didn't know this either actress's name, but when I saw Leslie Ann Warren... I'm like, oh, that's a Susan Sarandon look like. Like,
2: oh. Were they yeah. trying
1: to get Susan Sarandon and couldn't yeah. get her and then she they put in <laughs> Leslie Ann Warren? Yeah. I, to this day, I kind of I'm like, that should be Susan Sarandon. Yeah. What, what? Yeah. Why not? That's interesting.
2: And it would have been another like matchup with her and Tim Curry. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh okay. Other people consider wait a minute. Let me try that again. Uh, Oh, rewind. Yeah. That was Miss Scarlet. Oh, so up for the role of Yvette, the maid, included Jennifer Jason Leigh, Demi Moore, uh, and Madonna. Whoa.
2: Madonna.
1: Colleen Camp got the role and was, like, so fired up for this to try to get this, uh, she went in in a French maid's costume.
2: Oh, my God. Uh,
1: and the director, I think, was part of the casting deal. And he admitted, like, yeah, she walked in in that outfit and she got the role 100% because of her cleavage. That was it. Wow. Like everybody else, he's like, she had to, she, she won right there. Right. Oh, <laughs> That's my God. It.
2: <laughs> uh, oh. Um, there was something that I saw, I'd, I wanted to go back and check it, but um, right before she is killed, um, when she, it's like the silhouette of her, whatever, she drops yeah. her French accent and speaks in an American accent yeah. to kind of show that she was faking being a French maid in that house, that she really was, yeah. you know, work from Miss Scarlet. Yeah,
1: definitely um
2: which i thought was interesting
1: the original choice for wadsworth was and i did not look this guy up an actor named leonard Rossiter. Mm-hmm. Rossiter, Rossiter, uh most famous for the role of rigsby in rising damp from 1974. <laughs> i have no idea what indian that, that
2: is
1: but he passed away in 84 oh. just before pre-production uh they also considered uh, Rowan Atkinson, Mr. Bean.
3: <laughs> that would have been interesting. I, I would know. have liked to have seen that.
1: At the, at the time, he wasn't Mr. Bean. Right. And then they also considered John Cleese. Oh. Yeah. Tim, I
2: mean, Tim Curry made that his of course. part. Like, it was his role.
1: So the director picked Tim Curry because they were friends and they, they had a, a background. Together, so, but another one where they were kind of scrambling before the movie started. Now, here we got to talk about this guy, Mister Body.
2: Yeah. Right. Okay.
1: So, in the same way, I thought Leslie Ann Warren was a look-alike for Susan Sarandon, and they wanted her, so just got the next best thing. Uh. I thought Mr. Body. Oh, they definitely wanted Robert De Niro, and they just got this other guy who vaguely resembles De Niro.
2: Oh, I uh, was thinking of somebody else, but yeah, like it's any Italian. Yeah, yeah.
1: So he's definitely an Italian. I forget his name, uh, but he's the lead, the lead singer or the front man for the punk rock band Fear. Okay. Um. But he, the name he goes by, his, his you know, stage name is Lee Ving. <laughs> did, did you see this? <laughs> so I guess, I don't know if this is true at all, but they, they brought him in because his name was Lee Ving and they wanted to be able to say, Mr. Body will be leaving soon. Oh my God. I mean, that's a horrendous pun or play it's on words.
2: Bad, bad joke. Bad, bad and
1: it's joke. it's it's nothing no one cares Nobody cares he is, is horrendous on, in this movie it's, he's yeah. he's he's so bad his he's barely on on in the movie at all and the little bit he is he detracts from every scene he's in
0: yeah
1: <laughs> he's so bad it's yeah
2: it, it it feels like okay maybe this is supposed to be this bad like right. it it's weird.
1: I mean, I remember watching this.
2: Was there a scramble? Like, did they not have somebody? I didn't see any of that. Or was he like, oh, this part, I know who to cast for Mr. Body. It is leaving.
1: I don't know. I I didn't see any of that stuff. I remember like, in junior high or certainly high school rewatching it. I'm like, oh, this guy's not an actor. This is terrible. Just get a regular actor to play that. That could have been anybody. Strange, it is weird. Yeah. Did Eric? Did you see any other uh, casting issues?
3: I did not. The only, uh, yeah, I was. I knew about uh, Carrie Fisher, mm-hmm. and it was, yeah, it was. Her. They wouldn't pay. They were her. They were gonna let her leave the uh, clinic to shoot the uh, to shoot the movie, but the insurance company refused to insure. her. And that's why they had to get Elizabeth <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: Warren to replace her. Oh,
2: yeah. right. uh, interesting. That's
1: right. Uh, okay. Everybody's favorite. Oh, my God. It is a recasting debate. It is time to recasturbate.
0: Better close the door. It's time
1: to recasturbate. You want to... Make a statement here, Al. How strong do you feel? So
2: I feel really strong.
1: (laughs) That's always the kiss of death. Here's
2: my here's my approach. Here's why I think this. I also recast the director. What? What? And I recast based on if the director was Wes Anderson.
1: I knew you were going to say Wes Anderson.
2: Or Jordan Peele.
1: Get out in a house. (laughs)
2: Right. And then I had, then I have another one that's kind of like all star kind of whatever it would be. But when I, like, when I thought of this, I'm like, oh, I can definitely make this.
1: So you're going to give us, for each character, you're going to give us
2: the Wes Anderson character
1: character, and then the Jordan Jordan Field character. character, Holy shit.
2: And then I've got, then I've got like, all-star cat, like, kind of like somebody else.
1: So you have a lot of I've got a lot
2: of things. Put it like this. Okay. All
1: right. Um, I will go first. Let's start with Wadsworth. Okay. Or do you want to work up to Wadsworth?
2: It's fine.
1: All right. I'll start with Wadsworth. Okay. This is the only one I had three options. Okay. And I don't love... uh, I don't love my third one, but uh, number three, I thought, I mean, I definitely said this guy has to be British. Okay. It's got to be a British accent. I said Jude Law. Yeah. I said James McAvoy.
2: Yeah.
1: Which I, I like him. Yeah. I like him more than most people anyway.
2: Yeah. Um, Is he bald or does he have hair?
1: Uh, he can have hair for this one. Okay. Uh, and then I leaned into number one being Tom Hiddleston. Oh. That's good. I think he's got enough personality to pull this
2: off. I think it's good.
1: Yeah, Yeah. I agree. Uh, Eric Wadsworth. This is the
3: one where I have one name. I thought of it and loved it and didn't even bother to think about a second. Game over, huh? I think he's perfect. Uh, Michael Sheen.
2: Oh, Oh. (laughs) that is good.
1: I think you're right. That is good. I think that's a winner.
2: Yep, that's good. Oh, that's a good one. That's good. All right. Um, So my Wes Anderson Wadsworth is Adrian Brody. (laughs) (laughs) My Jordan Peele Wadsworth is Donald Glover. Yeah. Mm. And my kind of all-star cast Wadsworth is Ewan McGregor.
1: Mm, okay. I don't know. I'm trying to trying to think about that. All three of those.
2: <laughs> so think about a Wes Anderson version, and then a Jordan Peele version. It's Donald Glover is perfect for that.
1: The Wes Anderson version of this movie is. I don't know what to do with that.
2: <laughs> it's great.
1: I I don't know. So, all right. Uh, Eric, give me your Colonel
3: mustard. I have two Colonel mustards. Um, number one was, uh, Will Ferrell. Uh, that's actually he's my number two. And then the one that I, my number one choice would be, uh, Steve Carell.
2: Oh, oh, that's good. That is a good one,
1: Steve Carell. I like it. I only had one choice here, um, and I like it. The more I think about it, <laughs> uh, my Colonel Mustard is Terry Crews. <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh my god!
1: Wow. Okay.
2: All right.
1: Big ex-military dude. Yeah. I know he's not exactly the, not Martin Mull, but yeah.
2: All right. I got Owen Wilson.
1: (laughs) In your Wes Anderson? (laughs) My Wes Anderson.
2: (laughs) I've got Michael B. Jordan in Mm -hmm. um, Jordan Peele. And then in the All-Star, I've got Jonathan Groff. Oh. Who does both serious I and know. comedy?
1: Yeah, he's. Cr- yeah. I had trouble with Colonel Mustard, for
2: sure. But if it's played as the um, comedy, I think, like, I think of the chandelier dropping and I can see yeah, him playing that. Yeah, yeah. Surprised.
1: I'll tell you who I thought of for Colonel Mustard. I cross it out. Keegan and Michael Key. Oh, yeah. But I'm like, ah, I want to put. I want him in this movie somewhere, but right. I couldn't find his spot. Right. Him, so, okay, Professor Plum, uh, played by Christopher Lloyd. Um, I've got two. Okay. My backup is Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yes.
0: He
1: can do a little bit of comedy, but he's right. largely a straight character. Uh, my number one, I think he fits well, is Paul Rudd. Oh, that's good. Professor Plum, Paul Rudd. Yeah,
2: that's good. You can pull it off. Mm
3: -hmm. I have, yeah, I have him there and somewhere else too.
1: Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's good. Uh, Al, (laughs) Professor Plum.
2: Wes Anderson is Jeff Goldblum. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Oh, God. (laughs)
2: Uh, Daniel Kaluuya um, in the uh, Jordan Peele and Miles Teller as... As your all-star? My star
1: yeah. I love your casting to be movie. All right, all right, all right. Okay, Miss Scarlet.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: I have not done my plum. Oh, oh. sorry,
3: uh, Eric Plum. All right. So, um like I said, I I did have Paul Rudd in there. I also have um Taika Waititi.
0: Oh.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yep. And uh Benedict Cumberbatch.
0: <laughs> I
1: thought for sure somebody would have Cumberbatch as Wadsworth.
2: Oh. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: That's good though. Yeah, I knew somebody would say Taika because we are in the time of Taika Watiti.
2: Wow, this, I this never would have thought. Yeah, yeah, that's I, knew, I knew
1: he was coming somewhere.
2: He's uh,
3: become definitely become one of my go tos. Yeah,
1: Eric, throw
3: down a Miss Scarlet as well. Uh, for Miss Scarlet, I have two names: Carrie um, Washington mm. and mm-hmm. Julia Louis Dreyfus.
1: Oh. <laughs> mm, I have her somewhere else. Oh. Uh, very good. I got two. Okay. Uh, my backup for Miss Scarlet is Christina Hendricks. Oh. And then my number one, because I think she brings the funny a little more, would be Rose Byrne.
2: Oh, that is mm-hmm. really good. Mm-hmm. That's really good. I think that's a solid one. Al, Miss Scarlet. This is my weakest one on the Wes Anderson, um, but it is Saoirse Ronan.
1: Oh, I thought you were gonna say Gwyneth Paltrow. No. Okay.
2: Um, Miss (coughs) Scarlet on Jordan Peele is Tessa Thompson.
0: And my
2: all-star, I thought for sure one of you guys would have picked her is Anna D'Armas.
1: For Miss Scarlet.
2: Yeah. Now she's a little young, but I like
1: the idea of it. I know. Not bad. Not bad. Um, Okay, I'll go again. I'll go first. Uh, Mr. Green, played by Michael McKeon. I don't know if I should say this guy or not. Uh, I'll say it anyway. No, I'm gonna hold that one. Wow. Uh I only have one name then. Uh I went with Jason Sudeikis as Mr. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, Michael, that's a good one. Michael McKeon type.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's good. Eric.
3: Um, this is the other place where I had Paul Rudd. Oh,
1: yeah, no, yeah, good. yeah. I went back um as so,
3: well. Yeah. This is a place where I also had Donald Glover.
2: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: And then the third name I have is uh, Adam Driver.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I almost put him somewhere else, but I, I, I backed off.
1: Yeah, I was trying to figure out where the usual suspects would fall in here. Right. I didn't have Adam Driver on my bingo card,
2: though.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, Al. Mr. Green
2: Um, Wes Anderson it is Jason Schwartzman
0: for sure (laughs) yeah
2: Um, Lakeith Stanfield for Jordan Peele yeah and Nicholas Holt
1: sure sure three
2: three,
1: I can't get over the three different movies I know okay Mrs. Peacock (laughs) this is one of my favorite ones one of my favorites too um, this came easy and I have two. I think they're both layups. They're yeah. both easy.
0: Yeah.
2: I'd uh, be surprised if one of you doesn't have one of mine.
1: I think my backup is Tina Fey. Oh yeah. I considered her. And I think my number one, my starter is Kristen Wiig. Oh, I think I'm going Kristen Wiig in that peacock hat mm-hmm. yep. and just being frazzled. Yep. I think that's okay. that's, that's, that's a winner. Eric? Uh,
3: I got two names. Um, One of them is very close to the the ones that you mentioned, Uh, Maya Rudolph.
2: Oh, Mm -hmm. that's good. Mm -hmm. Mm
3: -hmm. And then the other name I have is uh, Tracy Ullman.
2: Oh, Oh. that's good. (laughs) That's good. That's
1: good. Yeah. I like that one.
2: Okay.
1: Al, give us a all
2: right. Up. Jordan Peel, Zazzy Beats. <laughs> her hair being really big.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. Um for Wes Anderson, Francis McDormand.
1: Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: And all star, Helena Bonham Carter.
1: I almost put
2: her. I'm in shocked the, neither one of you had her.
1: I almost I she was she was my number three, basically. Uh-huh. By the way. Um. Yeah, we could also have done this movie as a Coen Brothers movie too. Right.
2: (laughs) Once I once I came up with this idea, I'm like, oh, this could be like a lot. Like it'd be interesting to see how different directors did the movie.
1: Okay, Mrs. White. Yes. This was the one where I had the name before the movie was over. I'm like, oh, that that person is this role, and everyone stopped uh applying for the the position. Um to me, Mrs. White She's a little older, but I'm going Julia Louis Dreyfus. Mrs. Oh, Mrs. White. Yeah. I want the flames quote. I yeah. want all the reactions. Yeah, all the, I want all that's the good. uh Madeline Kahn stuff yeah. in Ju- Julia Louis Dreyfus. Yeah, she could definitely do it. Yeah. She could definitely do it. Uh Eric. Mrs. White.
3: <clears throat> yeah, I had Um, I got two names and the two, the two key things for Mrs. White for me is the, the moment with the flames and that improvisation. And then the other important thing to me was the singing voice for, for he's a jolly good fellow. (laughs) Oh, sure. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. So I got one for each of those scenarios. Um, the, um, for the uh improvisation of the flames, I went Kate McKinnon.
2: Oh, <laughs> yeah.
3: And then for the singing, uh, I said Kristen Chenoweth.
2: Oh, wow. <laughs> that's good. That's really good. I would not have expected that one. Yep. That, that's a wild card. Oh, my God. All right, um, Jordan Peele, (laughs) I had um, Lupita Nyong'o. Yeah, yeah. Uh I'm going to say my all-star cast next, Hmm. uh, Sandra Bullock. Sure, sure. In this. And for Brendan in Wes Anderson, it is Tilda Swinton. Yeah, (laughs) awesome. (laughs) (laughs) First time I've ever cast her, I think, but um, it's perfect.
1: If anyone should be named Mrs. White,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> it should be. <laughs> I know.
0: All
1: right, Eric, give me uh, Yvette. Oh, I didn't even do
3: Yvette. I just did the six main mm-hmm. ones. All
1: right. I'll give you an Yvette. Uh As described earlier to me Yvette has to fill out that costume and I had only one answer and age doesn't matter in, in, this, in this whole casting thing it's Sophia Vergara oh and she's not good. she's not French she's no, yeah Colombian right. whatever
2: Great. yep yeah. yep um I had uh Zoe Kravitz in this
1: for oh, for the for
2: Yvette for the Jordan Peel for Peel, yeah. yep, yeah. Um, uh, Kara Hayward, she plays the um Susie character in Moonrise Kingdom, she's actually really, yeah, adorable and beautiful now. Um, and my all star cast, I picked Margot Robbie, hmm. all right,
1: Margot Rob. Okay, I did cast a Mr. Body. I did too. Even though it's it's a nothing part, it could be any person off the street. Yeah. Um I think so I have a real answer and I have a stunt answer. <laughs> okay. Real answer is Colin Farrell. Oh. Doesn't matter. That's a that's Fine pretty funny. Throw him in yeah. There. Yeah. The stunt answer is Tom Hardy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I want Tom Hardy in this movie.
2: Yep,
1: he can do that. Right. Sure.
2: Okay.
1: I, I almost yeah. Well, we'll do something else later. Yep. But uh, Eric, you're up for uh, Mister Body if you have one.
3: I don't have a Mister Body. Yeah, it could have been anybody.
1: <laughs> yeah, could be any actor. I uh, I wanted to throw Charlie Day in this right. operation somewhere, but I couldn't.
2: He's the driver what? that comes in.
1: Yeah. 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 The motorist. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Al, give me uh, Mr. Body.
2: All right, John David Washington for mm-hmm. the uh, Jordan Peele. Mm-hmm. Um, my all-star cast is Daniel Bruhl. Mm-hmm. hmm And my Wes Anderson is Bill Murray.
1: I knew it was Bill Murray. <laughs> I fucking knew it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That, that cast is fantastic. All the usual players.
1: The Wes Anderson clue. God,
2: <laughs>
1: that's amazing. Okay, memorable scenes and quotes. There are so many. Uh, I'm going to let you guys kick it off because I think you have most of these committed to mem- memory. If
2: I'm well, correct. already multiple flames on the side of my face. Yeah. Right. Of course.
0: Yes, I did it. I killed Yvette. I hated her so much. It, it, the, it, flame flames, flames on the side of my face, breathing, breath, heaving breaths, heaving.
2: Um, I also enjoy a good one plus two plus two plus one or the one plus two plus one plus one. It's amazing. It's huh? so good. It's amazing.
3: There are no more bullets left in that gun.
0: Come on, you don't think I'm gonna fall
3: for that old trick. It's not a trick. There was one shot at Mr. Body in the study, two for the chandelier, two at the lounge
0: door, and one for the singing telegram.
2: That's not six.
0: One plus two plus two plus one. Uh Uh-uh, there was only one shot that got the chandelier. That's one plus two plus one plus one. Even if you were right, that would be one plus one plus two plus one, not one plus two plus
2: one plus one. Okay, fine. One plus two plus one. Shut up! And Eric, you talked about the singing of Miss White in the For She's a Jolly Good Fellow. (laughs) Yes, I will laugh at her harmony and kind of doing like the round verse is so it's so good. (laughs) And I want to know if that was improvised because it feels kind of just like just off. It
1: feels like Madeline. Oh,
2: my God. It's so good. Yeah,
1: It feels like the actress. And she's she's so nutty with that stuff.
2: Yeah, it's
1: great
0: for she's a jolly good fellow for she's a jolly good fellow for she's a jolly good fellow which nobody can deny which nobody can deny
3: which nobody can deny, nobody can deny for, she's
0: fellow,
3: for she's a jolly good fellow for she's a jolly good fellow for she's a jolly But yeah and but like, yeah for like that character to be like that sort of uh musically inclined and sort of yeah just to make it's it's (laughs) unbelievable
2: i will laugh every out loud every time i could i could keep going but eric i'll let you (sighs) um i always
3: get a good laugh at uh when miss scarlet says why would he threaten to kill her in public and then wadsworth's (laughs) like no i think he threatened in public to kill her and then he rolls his eyes at her
1: I love a good grammar joke, Yeah. yeah. English language specific yeah. joke. Uh, I do like uh, in Wadsworth in Colonel Mustard talking. Uh, uh, I'm merely a humble butler. What exactly do you do? I buttle, sir. <laughs> I buttle.
3: Are they're they're back and forth when uh, Colonel Mustard's asking if there's anybody else in the house?
2: Oh God. And he keeps saying, yes or no, there's somebody here or not. Like, <laughs>
3: right. Yeah. No, there is or no, there isn't.
1: Wadsworth, am I right in thinking there is nobody else in this house? Mm-mm, no. Then there is someone else in this house. No, sorry. I said no meaning yes. No meaning yes? Look, I want a straight answer. Is there someone else or isn't there? Yes or no. Um. No. No, there is or no, there isn't. Yes. Please. Well, there is still some confusion as to whether or not there's anybody else in this house. I told you there isn't. There isn't any confusion or there isn't anybody else. Either. Or both. Just give me a clear answer. Certainly. What was the question? Is there
3: anybody else in the house? No! No.
1: The poor wording of the question and then him. Yeah,
2: yes. Yes or no. What?
1: Yes. No. Uh, So there
2: is or (laughs) isn't somebody here. Yes or No. Um, I do like the I can't take any more scares and the chandelier coming down behind them. Yeah. Yeah. I also tell me you can't hear this song somewhere else and not think of the shaboom shaboom <laughs> the song where they're like in the um study or whatever and they're trying to fake they're a party. To for fake a party.
1: Yeah.
2: But it just look like they're having fun.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. (laughs) there's
1: one thing i don't understand one thing
3: (laughs) or uh the first time with these the uh uh the chilled monkey brains and mr green just walks in a frame is that what we ate yeah and almost throws up and walks just walks through the frame
2: yeah yeah i am you're singing Telegram. <laughs> <laughs> the timing. Or, um,
3: yeah. or Mr. Green sitting on that end table when oh. they're all talking. Yeah, crash. <laughs> and just crashes in the middle of the story. <laughs> and then they just carry on like nothing happened.
2: I, I said this to Brendan earlier because um, you heard me laughing about it. When they're drawing the matchsticks... Yeah. And Miss Scarlett realizes she matches with Colonel Mustard and the look on her face is like junior high when you get paired up for square dancing or yeah, something yeah. like that. And you're like, oh. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and Mrs. Peacock does the same thing at the end too. She's, she's like, yeah. Oh.
2: Looks like it's you and me. <sighs> oh,
3: I know. <laughs> and then putting Mr. Green with the, the, the gay guy with Yvette. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs>
2: It's perfect. I did, you know, just in terms of the memorable scenes, I just love the speed in which Tim Curry goes through all of the scenarios. His, like, the delivery is so good. He
1: earns his money in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah.
2: Love that. And, you know, it's obvious, but really creative to do the, the multiple endings. Yeah like just a neat. I
1: don't know if something like that was done before or since.
2: I don't know. But, but you yeah. think about even like, as they're redoing some of these Agatha Christie movies or whatever, like right. it would be really interesting if there were multiple. You can see Ryan
1: these. Johnson doing right that in knives out too, for sure.
2: Right. Yeah. Um, I just thought that was, all of it was really creative. I should have
1: had this in trivia. I'm just, I was just thinking about it. Um, so Christopher Lloyd had two movies come out this year, Back to the Future and um, Clue. Right. Clue takes Back to the Future. He goes back. Well, he plays a character that is back in time. And it, 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 it's in 1955. Right. I don't know, uh, November or something of 1955. Uh, Clue takes place in like... June or the summer of 1954. Oh. So he has two movies that come out and he is playing mid-50s, like right. 54 and 55 in the same Interesting. Uh, year.
2: Interesting. Yeah. I mean,
1: really is meaningless, but...
2: What's the point at the beginning where um it's the the joke about somebody must have stepped in dog poop, like they're I, smelling the poop. I
1: was wondering about that, too. <laughs> Where's the...
2: What's the point? What's what,
1: where is it going with that joke? Other than there are dogs outside. Right. What is the joke?
2: Right. I can't... Fi- I. I'm, and then it just stops.
1: There must have been a payoff or something that was cut out. I don't know.
2: Like, I was thinking, like, is that going to... You know, they could have done something where somebody smelled something, like... Right. At, with one of and the, the s- murders or whatever. Right.
1: The, the smell had something to do with Mr. Body. Yeah. Or... Uh, something like a, a clue to who the killer would be right. um right. i don't think there's not there's, there's nothing. nothing
2: there's no payoff for that joke other than yeah it carries on through the introduction of multiple yeah.
1: characters it's it's wild um
2: by the way could that motorist be any more nondescript of a person <laughs> than <laughs> you, like i still can, i literally watched that movie yeah. two hours ago and i cannot picture his face no
1: I think I know who he
3: is. Oh, really? I remember him from, he was in Jaws.
1: What? He was in Jaws, I think. He was the deputy.
2: Oh.
1: I think he was also in Seinfeld uh, when Elaine stops off for Juji Fruits. I think he was (laughs) the guy that she was going to see. Wow.
2: I can't believe you could remember that person.
1: Uh, If it's not him, I'm close. But if you see him, you'll they'll match up. I can't
2: believe you remember that detail in that show enough to. I don't know. Wow,
1: I could be wrong. Wow. Uh, Okay, so here's a question that I hate that we have an answer to. We have to discuss at least that comes up. What would you want to see in a sequel? (laughs) Because we can talk about that for a second, but they. There still are plans to, make a re- to do a remake.
2: I heard that. and It's I heard still in the
1: works. It's technically in pre-production. Apparently a script was written.
2: I heard that Ryan Reynolds is Ryan
1: Reynolds it. is attached to it, yeah. But it's been like that for years. And it's, who knows?
2: Which could actually be a funny Wadsworth.
1: No, Ryan Reynolds can't be anywhere near this movie, or really any movie at this point. (laughs) Unless he... I mean, Eric, you're Maybe Mr. Green, but... He's too hammy. He's too Ryan Reynolds-y.
3: Yeah. Ryan Reynolds' humor doesn't fit that movie.
1: Remake himself. Unless he plays Mr. Body, and he's just is in it and dies and he's out
2: a sequel i mean no Uh,
3: no everybody commits a murder and goes to jail
1: right in the third ending i yeah i would like to see this like not a movie remake but remake it into like a six-part netflix series where each episode you could dive into a character.
2: Yeah, so it's the backstory of right. each character.
1: Right. <coughs> or you follow the movie through their perspective. So the, you watch one whole episode, mm. one, an hour through Mrs. White's eyes, an hour through Mr. Green's eyes or whatever. Oh, that's and it, inter-
2: That would be interesting. At the end, yeah.
1: it comes together in a longer piece or whatever, and then you find out the killer.
2: Right.
1: Stuff like that you could do. Yeah. Or even like if
3: that. they do it in a way like it's the same yeah. scenario. I don't know. Maybe it'd get a little tedious or boring, but it's the same scenario, and in each one, it's a different character that committed the murder.
1: Right. So you, yeah, that's even better. Yeah, you do the multiple endings, but you take it to the nth degree. There, you need to do a whole episode right. that's different, and then at the end is the what actually happened.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The answer is no. We don't want to see a sequel. okay Uh, the how much are they worth game
0: and now let's play the how much are they worth game Mm. this will
2: be interesting
1: so because we've had trouble with this in the past I got rid of anyone who is deceased because we're not doing estates I don't know how to it never I works out. I, ca-
2: I don't know how to process that information. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: So we've got Leslie Ann Warren. Okay. We've got Martin Mull. We've got Christopher Lloyd, Michael McKeon, and Tim Curry. So we don't have Eileen Brennan on there.
2: Right.
1: We don't have uh, Madeline Kahn. Yep. <clears throat> all right all right starting with Leslie Ann Warren who I believe is Susan Sarandon in a different uh, in, a, in the yeah. universe
3: the so, poor man's Susan Sarandon
1: yeah which every time I see her in something else uh, I still think that I need to get over it
3: Okay. I don't know that I've really ever seen her in anything else. I like. I know she was a couple things nominated you know. for an Oscar yeah. before being in Clue, but I, I don't remember really seeing her in anything else.
2: I'm kind of looking at her IMDb, and there's a lot here and a lot that I haven't seen.
3: Well, you know what? I vaguely remember her being in the TV movie about the cheerleader mom that tried to have <laughs> the, uh, yes. the com- competitor's mom murdered. Oh. Do you remember that
2: story? Yeah.
3: They made a TV movie about it, and Leslie Ann Warren played the, uh, the mom that put out the hit.
2: Got it. She was in a movie called The Limey. Oh, I have that somewhere in my to do wow.
1: list, my watch really? list. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going through her IMDb and uh, TV shows. trying to go. There's Clue in 1985. <laughs> I've seen her in a few things Aerosmith's Janie's Got a Gun video. Wow. She was Jeannie's mother. <laughs> All
2: right. I've down the number. Yeah. <sighs> oh,
3: I'll throw something down.
2: She was in Jobs. Like the Steve Jobs. Oh,
1: maybe, well, maybe that was it. I, I thought I've seen her not that long ago. All right. Uh, Eric, do you have a number for Leslie Ann Warren?
3: Yes, I will say, I will say three million. Three? I've got
1: five.
2: That's what I had. Okay,
1: Leslie Ann. Oh, Leslie Ann Warren is an American singer and actress. There's a net worth of 12 million. Wow. Oh, okay. So, me and Allison.
3: 133 acting credits. I know. She has has volume
1: there, that's for sure.
3: Yeah.
1: (laughs) A lot. Uh, Okay, Martin Mull. Yes. He's like a stand up, but also comedic actor dude. He's got that Mr. Mom money. That's all that really matters.
2: Right. Martin Ball.
3: Mr. Bomb money. Roseanne money. I
2: was going to say he was in That's Roseanne. Right. That's right. Jingle all the way.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A futile and Stupid Gesture. He was in that oh, movie. Yes. Veep. Two and a Half Men.
2: For a long time?
1: Uh, five years, but I don't know how often the character was in. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. Law and Order. All right. I don't know. I think he's done a fair amount of like voiceover stuff, too. don't know the answer to this.
3: All
1: right, I think I have a number. I have a number. Eric, do you have a number?
3: I will say 15 million.
1: Damn it. That's what I said.
2: I wrote 24. 24. I'm tie I it originally there. had 18, but I am sticking with 24.
1: Martin Moe is an American actor, writer, producer, musician, and painter who has a net worth of $8 million.
2: Less than Leslie Ann Warren?
1: Yeah. So Eric and I tie. I'm tying with everybody.
2: Wait, you were equal apart?
1: We had both said 15. Oh, you both said 15. Sorry. Yeah.
2: Okay, Christopher Lloyd. All right.
1: This could be a good one. This could be surprising. Mm
3: -hmm. I feel like he'll, of probably anybody on this list, he's probably going to be the highest, I would
1: think.
2: Your fire's getting puny.
1: (laughs) I mean,
2: Roger Rabbit,
3: Tim
1: Adam's Curry. Family, Tim Curry, but Acts
3: of the Future. Yes, of course. Taxi. Baby.
1: 242 acting credits. Wow. He's got a lot of stuff going on here. 12 Monkeys, the series. Roseanne. Hmm. yeah all those old shows i don't know how to deal with those they didn't make a lot of money but they all went to syndication so th- does that matter yeah. uh, but even
3: back then do they get do they necessarily get residuals yeah i don't was that a thing back then i mean yeah it's it's confusing
1: all right, I'm gonna. I've got a number. I think.
2: He was in Piranha, three double D.
1: Christopher Lloyd. He's everywhere. Um, all right. All right, Eric, give us a number. <sighs> Thirty-five. I'm just glad you didn't say what I said. Uh, I've got thirty. Really? Yep.
2: Shit, I wrote seventy-five.
1: Shit. Are you going to pull a me this time? (laughs) Christopher Lloyd. Oh, as as an American actor who has a net worth of $40 million. (laughs) Eric gets it. 40. So Eric and I are tied two to two. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Michael McKeon, Don't Call Me Lenny.
3: Although I say Spinal M- Tap Money. McKean? Um,
1: Spinal
2: Tap yeah. and Shirley. No kidding. Best
1: in show. SNL yeah. when he was older.
2: Yeah.
3: That was so, always so random to me that he oh,
1: Yeah. He
2: came in that on stretch that of Saturday Night It was, was so
1: bizarre. It was like three established people on that show at the same time. I think it was him, Janine Garofalo who had already done movies and stuff and stand up and uh, what's his face from kids in the hall was on there too those three guys mm. at the same time they were all well established already yeah uh okay spinal tap a mighty wind clue mm-hmm. better call Saul. Mm. uh voices Billions. Only like an episode or two. Uh, Veep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but some voice work for sure. Curb Your Enthusiasm.
2: He's been on Better Call Saul.
1: Yeah.
3: 247 credits. Yeah, he's
0: uh,
3: Saul Goodman's brother.
0: Hmm.
1: Well, this is interesting. I'm going to. I've got a number. Make your call. Eric, what do you have?
3: Based, uh, based off of what we know now about Christopher Lloyd. Yeah. Um, it definitely affected me. I'm going to say 45 million. <laughs>
1: yeah. uh, if I hadn't already written down, I would say prices right at you. 46 million. Oh, I got 40. All right. Let's look for the, the high number would be helpful. Uh, ooh, ooh. Uh, Michael McKeon is an American actor, writer, comedian, director, producer, and musician who has a net worth of. We finally get a, a surprise. Uh, well, a bigger surprise, net worth of twelve million. Wow. Whoa. Yeah, that feels um, wrong. We, we have. have- by default, but we are all way off.
3: So... He, uh, there's a divorce. Well, maybe that's part of it. I don't know. Oh, that's right. He's married to uh, Annette O'Toole now.
1: Okay, going into the finale, we have the rare instance of We Are All Tied. Wow. Two to two to two because of two splits. So winner takes all in this last round, and it's Tim Curry. Okay. Clue Congo, Lucky <laughs> Horror Picture Show, Hunt for Red October. Oh, yes. Which will be coming down the pike for the podcast? Uh, Two hundred forty actor credits. Wow. Two hundred forty credits. Uh, he was the original It. Pennywise, yeah. Pennywise. Yeah. He did. He was the devil in um, Legend with Tom Cruise.
2: Oh my God.
3: <laughs> He's a rooster and Annie. Of
2: course. <laughs>
1: He's done a lot of stuff man
2: a lot of voice work
1: yeah i think he's done a fair amount of like stage stuff too i don't know what that pays i'm sure when
2: did he, he have that stroke? stroke how long ago
1: i don't think it was that long ago like five years yeah something like that <clears throat> tons of voice work you know yes maybe he had a long maybe he had the stroke like I don't know, 2000, something. <laughs> Home Alone 2. Oh, oh all <laughs> right. He was the surprised. slap in the
3: face with the lip quiver is the oh, one of the funniest things I've ever seen.
1: Yep. Okay. Charlie's Angels in 2000. Okay. Mr. Tim Curry. Michael McKeon is throwing me way off. I don't know this guy. I got a
2: number two hundred and forty credits. Metal a lot of voice work. I know.
1: Um, shit. I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eric, what's your number for Tim Curry? This is all um, or nothing. You win or you go home.
3: I will say thirty-five. Fuck.
1: I said thirty-one.
2: I got fifty.
1: Fuck. All right, Tim. Timothy Curry. Is a British actor, singer, and composer who has an estimated net worth of 14 million. (gasps) He did the Michael McKeon number. So I win that out of default. Wow. I said 31. Michael McKeon, 12. Tim Curry,
2: 14. Wait. Okay, so... There must be some... Leslie Ann Warren, problems. 12. Martin Mull 8. Yeah. Christopher Lloyd, 40. 40. He's the winner. Michael McKeon, 12. Tim Curry, 14. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That is... I was expecting none of that.
1: Wow. I thought And two. all of them have had a ton of work. Right. I mean they are the definition of the sidekick or the character actor or the still working actor but they've they're famous and well known enough.
2: How did he not get paid more on like those back to the future and Adams family movies, Christopher Lloyd? Oh, or the resid- the residuals on Rocky th- Horror like I was thinking Rocky Horror
1: with Tim Curry or like maybe Taxi had some sort of weird sweetheart deal with Christopher Lloyd, but I don't know why. He, why is Christopher Lloyd that uh, doubling up Michael McKee and Tim Curry? They shouldn't plug him up that far away. Wow. Yeah, tripling him up. Uh, yeah, wow. All right, back to Clue. Wow. Um, it holds up. It's, it's great. Fantastic. It's a great watch. It. Liam up. loves it Liam likes it yeah so a teenager likes it
2: yeah.
1: if Declan saw it he would like it
2: yeah
1: um, it's still funny
2: yes
1: it's it's set in the 50s so you don't have the, the technology issue like what if they had cell phones doesn't matter
2: you love no, that being a thing I like it it's almost never a thing
1: it's, never, it's almost never a thing that's
2: why I love that I love that you keep bringing it up because it's almost never a hindrance it's never a hindrance
1: some not for the movies we talk about but sometimes (laughs) movies that are
2: I can't find Ferris
1: Bueller's
3: Day Off is absolutely impossible now
1: movies that are mysteries where they need to do something or find something or get a hold of someone now that's do
2: research yeah they're they're looking the library. go to the (laughs)
1: library Get a phone book. They have to go to someone's house. Like that doesn't happen anymore. But yeah,
2: I, I do oh, think so about funny.
1: that. Uh, it's great. This, well, this movie because it, great. it
2: was it was it was set in the fifties. So yeah, so it was yeah. already historical. And they're
1: all right. in the house. There's no yeah. there's no cell phone advantage.
2: Yeah, I do like the old tiny, like the big power lever to turn off the lights and yeah. for the, the power for the whole house yeah. and be able to turn it back on. Yeah that master switch.
3: The only thing is like, maybe like the, some of the jokes about like J Edgar Hoover, where (laughs) it's a little more dated and people might not understand the references as much now because that much more time has passed. Sure. But it's, yeah, it's
1: still amazing. Could you make, is there a board game out there now that you they could, they could make a movie for? Uh-huh. <laughs> um, the answer is probably, I but don't, I don't know what they are. I have no idea. I don't
2: know. Like I mean, a hi-ho chariot?
1: <laughs> 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 Old Maid? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I mean, that's not a board game, but...
2: It's odd. Oh, no. Tripoli? Uh no. It's poker. I can't think life. Yeah, it's 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 like rounders, but it's triple E.
1: Yeah. And they're they're playing <laughs> yeah. like a, like Maybe Life. <laughs> life. Life.
2: Oh yeah, they could maybe do that one.
1: Mousetrap. <laughs> <laughs> Boggle. <laughs> uh yeah. Oh, I don't think so. K-Day? Yeah, so alright. All, all around, this is a great movie. It holds up. It's fun. Uh, it's super funny.
2: I mean, it has become such a cult classic, despite yeah. like the um, early reviews or ratings or whatever. Like it's it's, it's great,
1: easy to watch and rewatch. You know, it's good. Cha-boom, cha-boom. <laughs>